My name is Sarah Park. I'm 14 years old. My invention is SparkCare Plus, a personalized music therapy device that utilizes artificial intelligence. You are never too young to do anything that you have passions in and that you have interest in. There's no really limitation that can be set by age or gender. Anything is possible. Welcome to The Genius Generation, a podcast where we talk to young people doing incredible things in the world of STEM. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Castillo. I'm a science producer, writer, and content creator with a PhD in science communication. Today, I'm here with scientist and inventor, Sarah. Sarah invented Spark Hair Plus, a personalized music therapy device to help people relax. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. So Sarah, you are actually an International Science and Engineering Fair finalist, which is so cool, um, specifically for this invention. Can you give us a brief breakdown as to how your device works? Yes, so I created SparkCare Plus, and this year I became an ICEF finalist and also 3M America's top young scientist. SparkCare Plus uses the healing power of music in order to help with people's emotional well-being and relaxation because music really has energy and the healing power that really helps to relax if it's used in a positive way. So SparkCare Plus is a personalized music therapy that chooses the different pieces of music for you based on genre and tempo and it incorporates that through the artificial intelligence and different sensors to see how a person is reacting to their music and based on these different factors that show how a participant likes the music, it chooses the next piece of music for you. Machine learning and artificial intelligence is basically a way where um, the machine or um, the program kind of learns itself from a given set of training data. And based on the data it's given, it constantly learns and updates itself. Can you give us a little bit more insight as to why it's important to care for emotional well-being? This inspiration actually started when my grandmother and she suffered from severe anxiety and depression. There were definitely side effects to the medications. One day when I sent her a recording of my violin playing, she cried after she heard that piece. And that's when I kind of intuitively knew about the power and energy that music can carry. Because a lot of people, we have like a favorite piece of music to hear. And this kind of keeps us upbeat. During the pandemic period, um, there was like a 30% increase in symptoms for anxiety and depression. COVID-19's impact on mental health. Isolation and illness have taken their toll. Clearly, this pandemic has affected our mental health in such a significant Parents way. Parents noticing a significant rise in depression and anxiety. I really noticed like peers around me kind of felt like being socially distanced. And for me personally, music was what really helped me by playing the violin through those periods. How old were you when you picked up the violin? Well, I feel like I've been playing the violin forever. It's like almost like my best friend. (laughs) I've been playing the violin since I was three years old. So I've been playing it for a pretty long time and I really enjoy playing it. Oh, this year, actually, I became the Jacksonville Symphony Youth Orchestra Young Artist Competition winner. What? So I'll be soloing with the Jacksonville Symphony this May coming up. Where did you decide to start in developing your invention? 
It actually started when I had that personal experience with my grandmother. I'm also on the robotics team at my school. So I had a bit of coding background with programming. So it kind of connected together my passions in music and in science. And when it connected, I thought of the ways that it can be detected using sensors and then how it can be combined into the machine learning model. But actually the AI um, coding that took me pretty long time because I was figuring it out and I was learning from it. But eventually it was really able to work and I actually tested Sparkler Plus on 31 participants so far. And what was really interesting is that I found that on average, the heart rate and galvanic skin response both decrease, which means that it's more of a relaxation. However, the ratings increase over the uh, music pieces from like the first to last piece, which really show that the personalized music therapy of Sparkler Plus can have the positive impact to help with the relaxation. When you're testing it to like the 31 participants, like who mainly were these participants? So these participants were like students and friends, family, neighbors. So some of the people knew about Sparkcare Plus already, and then some of the, it was their first time trying it out. I got a lot of positive feedback from them. Like, I feel much more relaxed. I feel so much better after trying and listening to these pieces. So it was really exciting to see all of this really come together. So what kind of music are they listening to when they're using this device? Everybody has different genres and tempos that they really enjoy listening to. And that's why I kind of coded each piece of music in terms of genre and tempo, but I'm also looking to expand it to instrumentation and key signature. Through that, it uses the AI in order to turn on the different types of music. So currently I have classical music, rock music, and pop music with varying tempos and a diverse range of music pieces. But in the future, I really hope to expand this to cultural music and music of many different types of genre that really can connect to all of the users and participants. And when you say like rating, can you clarify that? After each piece, the user and the participant, they rate each piece of music from a one to five scale, where five is they really enjoyed the music and then one is they really did not like the music. I did ask the participants to rate the overall session from a 1 to 10 scale where um, a 10 is a I feel much more relaxed and better, 5 is I don't feel any difference and 1 is I feel worse <laughs> and the average was an 8 to 9 with 9 and 10 being most common and also I tested it on both a home setting and a school setting because school, there can be a little bit more stress between people and there was actually a more relaxation that was significantly decreased at the school setting versus the home. Is this something that you're just working on by yourself or do you have people that are helping you along the way? My 3M mentor, Dr. Ann, is a 3M scientist and my science teachers at my school also helped me constantly, like supported me through Sparkcare Plus but mainly I developed the technical parts on my own. That's so cool. I, yeah, you are way too smart. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> did you already have the idea of Spark Care Plus before becoming a 3M participant or did the 3M opportunity come first and that gave you the opportunity to design Spark Care Plus? 
For the 3M Young Scientist Challenge, you have to create a one to two minute video about your invention. Before I became a finalist, I produced the general design overview and how the model's gonna work for SparkCare Plus. And then I entered and then I was able to make my theoretical design of SparkCare Plus and the idea into a prototype. And now I'm into the phase of making it an actual product. And SparkCare Plus right now actually is on the US trademark for the name right now on file. What? That's so cool. What a big flex. Thank you. Was your big aha moment being able to resolve the bugs in your code or were there any other types of like, oh my gosh, like I know this device is going to work. There was a bunch of bugs the first time I did it. Eventually when it started to work and when I tested it on a participant and all of it went smoothly, that was a very exciting time when I saw that happen. Nothing says like a big sigh of relief, like seeing all your hard work finally pull through and there's like no hiccups when you're testing it with the person. Yes. You learned how to code through your robotics class, but were there other like programs or classes that you took to kind of better improve the skill? I learned like the foundations of coding through robotics, but I really like kind of taught myself, especially with the machine learning and the AI portion of it through looking it up on Google and seeing the different resources there. I looked at some different books as well to learn machine learning myself to see how I can implement it through Python through SparkCare Plus. And can you clarify what Python is? You're not typing on a snake, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. So I guess Python has many different different meanings. Um, another meaning other than a snake is Python is a programming language that is commonly used for machine learning programs. What is your long-term goal? What are other aspirations that you have to strive towards? Right now, I'm thinking of making the program into an app version so it can reach even more people around the world. I really hope to continue to work on SparkCare Plus um, and be a kind of a researcher in the field in science. And then also I'm a violinist, so music will like always be part of my life. I think it's really cool that you're able to combine this passion of music and your passion for science and grow as a researcher for your like device that you're going to soon have patented, like that it's so cool and so powerful. Are there any scientists or other science heroes that have inspired you along your journey? Yes, one of the science heroes that I would definitely say is Marie Curie, who was a female scientist that discovered radioactivity. And she's just really an inspiration for all the women in STEM and in science. And I would also say Katherine Johnson, who's a mathematician. And she was the first African-American and the first woman mathematician to work in NASA. And I think that's really inspirational and powerful that she was able to overcome those barriers as a woman in STEM, but also make such a big impact to all of the spacecrafts and the Apollo missions as well. Yeah. And speaking of being like a woman in science, there's a lot of adversity that we face. Have you faced any kind of adversity, whether that is because you're young yourself as you're trying to continue this invention? There's no really limitation that can be set by age or gender. Definitely, I think that there should be more representation of women in STEM. There's usually less 
girls and like robotics, those kind of teams than there are for others. So I want to really encourage other girls and other young kids to become whatever they want to be. And what advice would you give to those that are like interested in being in science but may be a little hesitant because they may be the only girl in the room? Start with any questions or your passions or interests that you have. And all of those things are definitely possible. In science, I would say the most important thing is the curiosity. And one of my favorite questions growing up and even today is why? Like, why does this work? How does this happen? No idea is too big or too small. Go for it and enjoy the process and have fun. Such solid advice. So as we wrap this up, I do want to go back to you playing the violin. (laughs) Do you still see yourself like playing in symphonies and continuing to play the violin as you grow older? Definitely. Like music and violin is always going to be part of my life. I love that for you. (laughs) This was such an awesome conversation. I can't wait to see the further development of your of your device and hopefully I can pick it up and store one day. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much for listening this week's episode of Genius Generation. Make sure to tune in next week to hear our next guest and all the incredible things that they're up to. We'll see you next time. Funding for the Genius Generation comes from the Arthur Vining Davis Foundations, investing in our common future. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.